After two years of training, you believe that a $45,000 airplane is there for your amusement? No, sir, I was just trying to keep my edge, Major. And when you did the outside loop last week, what did you think that was? Honing your skills? That's not training, Macaulay, that's a stunt. And I personally consider it to be reckless and irresponsible. Major. How could that be, when you're famous for being the first man in the world ever to do it? Don't get cute with me, son. No, sir, I, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I just think that, well, I, it is reckless and irresponsible if you're just doing it to be a show-off, but I was doing it to try to inspire the men, sir, in the way that you've inspired me. I believe the French even have a word for that, when the men get together to honor their leaders. They call it an homage, sir. A what? An homage, sir. That's bullshit, Macaulay! <laughs> It's very, very good bullshit. Thanks, sir. My name is Melissa. And I'm Adam. And this is Below Freezing, a podcast where we talk about movies with a Rotten Tomato score of 32% or below, which I am shocked this movie counts. Yeah. That being said, mm-hmm. the movie that we are doing yes. is Pearl Harbor. Three minutes earlier. We're recording. Oh, wait. Is, you know, he's going to be fine. Uh-huh. Oh, well, whatever. Okay. You good? Yeah. I was going to do the intro, but I'm like, oh, no. I'll let you do it. Hi, hello, and holy yes. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> I do want to do it. You can. Okay, let's do it. Hi, hello, and holy yes. I love this movie. My name's Melissa. And I'm Adam. And we're doing a podcast today on the movie, which I love. I just said it. Mm -hmm. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Finally. Yes. Our show is called Below Freezing. You you failed to mention (laughs) that. The premise of the show is that we we talk about movies that have a a Rotten Tomatoes score of 32% or less. Okay. Let me try this again. Okay. Hi, hello, and holy yes. My name is Melissa. And I'm Adam. And we are doing a podcast, which is called Below Freezing, where we talk about movies that have a Rotten Tomatoes score. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) One more time. Third time's the charm. (laughs) Hold on. I almost said hi, hello, and I'm Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are finally bringing it back. We we fucked with you last season. Uh, we had done Bad Boys 2, and we were planning on doing this movie, and then you wild-carded us, and we oh, did Baywatch yep. instead. Yeah. 
Uh, so, but we were like, we, we always knew that we were going to bring it back. And so for our, our episodes uh, in February, we, we are doing, we're doing romance, mm-hmm. romantic movies, yes. which is, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, but in, in essence, there's a romance at the heart of this movie. And so, uh, we're, we're bringing it back for February. Um, so, so who picked this movie and why this, this feels like a, a joint decision, yeah. but I, I, I remember though saying, I think bringing forward the idea of doing a Michael Bay double feature. Mm-hmm. And when I sort of started going through his IMDb of the movies that we could do, I said Pearl Harbor and you were like, yes. So I want to say this was more, more you yes. than, than me. So anyways, that's how we got there. Um, what are we, what are we drinking? So you are sticking with your Rose. rose. I'm on like a couple month long love affair yes with just rosé yes um but but we we switched it up you were doing the dark horse which yeah. uh normally we've been doing there like we would do their red blends but mm-hmm. we have they have a rosé how how is their rosé it's good it's really good nice that's good i'm also and I'm, I'm sticking with what i've been doing lately which is the hazy ipa although i i you know i feel i feel lucky uh, at the local fred meyer they have this thing where you can sort of pick and choose they have like a little they have a little refrigerated section and you can make your own six pack so mm-hmm. I have had um, the uh, Ninkasi Brewing Company uh, out of Oregon, their Prismatic Juicy IPA. And I've also had, um, there's a, a brewery, I think out of Seattle. I think it's out of Seattle. Yeah, called Ruben's Brews. And they, I have had two of their haze. They have one called Hazelicious, and they have uh, a crushable hazy IPA. That's what I'm drinking right now. They've all been fine. They've all been good. I like the hazy IPA, and that's what I'm drinking. So Good job. quick, quick, cheers. quick cheers, little clink, boom, sip into the mic. Mm. <sighs> Lovely. Yeah, that's good. All right. Who made the movie? Who wrote the movie? Who's in the movie? We'll do all that shit right now. We've already mentioned uh, this is coming from Michael Bay. The much, you know, either beloved or uh, maligned <laughs> Michael Bay, depending on, on, on who you ask and what film you're talking about. Um, I know, I, you know, personally, I, I love me. Some Armageddon. I love me The Rock. Um, you know, not not the uh, biggest fan of some of the other movies. Never seen a Transformers movie. Never seen one. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm not really going to make a comment on that. Um, now, I, it's so funny. So so I, I prepped this episode in terms of the research and everything like months ago. Mm-hmm. And it just has kind of sat here. So I, it's so funny. I'm watching the movie. And at one point, I know I made a note like, this must have like 75 credited screenwriters. Because it just seems like... It, you know, it's uh, yeah. there's a lot going on. Nope, one, just one, wow. and a fair. I would say a fairly accomplished screenwriter. His name is Randall Wallace. He wrote the screenplay to Braveheart. Oh, and he also wrote and directed um, "We Were Soldiers," which was a the yep. Mel Gibson Vietnam War movie. Which, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people like loved, but I remember really liking it, it when I yes. saw it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I can't believe I don't have much more to say in terms of like, here's like the 17 people who were attached to the, no, well, kudos. he did great. He, I, well, just, sure. Well, you mean prior to this? No. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, doing this yeah, by himself. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. So now Wikipedia separates the cast into fictional characters oh. and, uh, real life okay. characters. So, um, uh, fictional come first and, and the bulk of the people that we're following are on the fictional side, but I'll also read the historical figures. Okay. So, um, uh, Ben Affleck plays Rafe, Josh Hartnett 
plays Danny. They are our two leads. Fictional. They are fictional. Okay. Um, as is Kate Beckinsale, who plays Evelyn. Now this is now that's this is the love triangle. This is who we're basically following mm -hmm. throughout the movie. Um, and so I'm just going to read a few more. I mean, not a few more names. This honestly, we could probably spend the entire podcast just talking about who the fuck is in this movie because yeah. there's a lot of people. So um, I am going to read it. If you want to stop me at some point when I read a name, we can we, you know, awesome. we can do that. Um, so uh, Tom Sizemore is also in this movie. He plays Earl. I, I just wanted to quickly throw out because I, I had this epiphany uh, as we were watching the movie that um, the year after this movie came out, um, both Josh Hartnett and Tom Sizemore would appear in another war film, Black Hawk Down. And uh, a couple years before this, <laughs> Tom Sizemore was in another war movie, Saving Private Ryan. So he was in three major war films in four years. Oh, dang. So that was kind of what he Is did. Is he um, Danny's dad at the beginning? No. Oh. Tom Sizemore, he's the guy who like runs the, that smaller airstrip who's like oh, trying yes. to shoot down yes. planes with a shotgun. And he's like, get up, get him, yeah. get some guns up in the tower. And yes. he, yeah, yeah, okay, that, sorry. That, yeah. No, the but dad the, at the beginning. He's also been in war movies. Yeah, William Fickner. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And he, he was also in Black Hawk Down. Okay, that's what I, okay. Yeah. Um, you said that and I was like, wait, he is. William Fickner is like the king of the cameo. He's also the guy in the beginning of the dark night who like is managing the bank yes. and then we never see him yep. again. I, I love me with some William Fickner. He's also in a movie. You keep saying that we need to rewatch. He's in go. He's in go for a little bit. Oh my God. He's in the last chunk of yep. it, but he's in, sorry. Oh, um, we do. Yeah. He's a good, I like him. Yeah, he's in a bunch of shit. Um, Jamie King plays Betty. Now she is uh, a friend of Evelyn. She ends up marrying um, the guy who plays uh, Red. Um, well, she's also the one who dies. Did they get married or, or engaged? Well, I think well, engaged. maybe they they're did engaged. Get I think engaged. Okay. I think it's engaged. Yeah. And she um, was the young one. She was saying, or she was sixteen, yeah, she, saying she was eighteen. She lied about her age. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, Catherine. Wait, was she fictional? Yes. This oh, is this is all all, all still fictional. Okay. Yeah. Fictional. Fictional. Mm -hmm. Fictional. Um, Catherine Kellner plays Barbara. I think she's the more. I'm Herbie not sure. What, one. Like, no, no, no. She's like the more vivacious of the crew. Oh. She's the more. I don't know. I, she's the most. I, I don't know. She's seasoned of them. Okay. Like she seems to like to be the. I don't know. I'm not even sure what the right word is. I'm looking for here, but vivacious. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, Jennifer Garner is also in this movie. Uh, playing playing Sandra. Mm -hmm. This is pre dating. Ben Affleck, yes, which you so met, I did. I, I filled me. you in on. Yes, you did. Ben Affleck was dating J-Lo during this time. This is where Jennifer Gardner and Ben met, but did yes. not fall in love. They just met. This was the first movie. They, they fell in love um, in Daredevil. Quick question. And oh, sorry, actually. And Jennifer Gardner is a respectable woman. Like, there I, is no way, she, even if she thought, like, Ben Affleck was attractive at this point, the fact that he was in a relationship, there's no way she'd even go near that with a 10-foot pole. So I'm just... Shout out to her, because there are not a whole lot of respectable women. Out there. No, I, 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 I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm yeah. all, I'm with you. Uh, a couple of days ago, you had mentioned like that I need to ask you more questions on the pod. Yes. So I'd like to start. I, I'm, look, we're not even. We're so. This is going to be a long episode, folks. Let's just just strap in <laughs> because this is. So, um, this is an open-ended question. There's no right or wrong. I just want to hear hear your opinion on this. Knowing that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, um, you know, th their relationship didn't make it. Do you think that part of how they got together was just 
the movie that they were working on was so bad that they just sort of like bonded over the shittiness of the because Daredevil is. I, oh, it's so bad. I liked it. Oh I liked God. Daredevil, but I've only seen it once. But I did like it. Um, it was it was good. It was good in a bad kind of way. Sure, yeah. But this was like Jennifer Gardner coming out of wasn't it Alias? That was the show that she was on. That, yes, and that she was like her. Kicked yeah. ass in that, and then you put her in that. Like she was kind of, she was big at she, that time. She, so oh yes, she was. Yeah. So I think no, I think. Um, Ben Affleck has poor judgment in women. I think he gets beautiful women, but I think he has poor judgment. And I don't think anybody would disagree with you. He totally got an amazing woman with her. Yeah. And fucked it up. But, you know, it is what it is. Boom. There you go. Uh, So uh, continuing on with the cast. Oh my God! There's so many people here. Um, who do I? So Ewan Bremner plays Red. That's that is who was with Betty. He is he's in a bunch of things. I would say most notably, he is also in Train Spotting. He plays Spud in Train Spotting. Okay. Um, uh, His stutter. When he would stutter, I yeah. thought he was farting. He his mouth wasn't even moving. Like there are moments where I was just like. Is he farting or stuttering? Like, I couldn't even, like, it it's, was such an interesting... Yeah, it, it's tough. Stutter. I, I, I'm i trying to... Um, I, I don't... No, I, and I'm certainly not making fun of stutterers. No, no. It was... It almost seemed like it was... Uh, it, well, we talked... Okay, we, we talked a little about this. For the first hour and ten minutes of this movie, this is a comedy it definitely is it is a funny movie and it it, his thing is like i'm sorry it's funny like the way he is doing it is funny and all the moments that he does that yes there's a lot in this movie that we would we were laughing about going oh wow they really like we'll get one of my favorite honestly one of uh, uh, just a very very funny scene we'll get to when we talk about the movie because i i thought it was hilarious um now I, I, I don't want to play my hand too early here, but maybe maybe I should. Next up in the cast list, and I I would easily say is my savior of the film, oh, Michael Shannon. Shannon. I wrote him down too, and <laughs> like, it's specifically yes. the scene. Um, oh my gosh. Now I'm just like having a brain fart. Uh, they're all talking about like I have a woman, I have a woman, and he's like, I have a girlfriend. Oh, it's and it's right before Evelyn comes. To talk as she's yes. like walking in the red dress, and, and then the <laughs> the one guy looks down at him and he goes, "Good for you." Yeah, and it was like just this, and we were laughing so hard because it was just like my favorite oh. my favorite moment in that thing is where he he's lingering behind like oh, I forgot my tools, and then the, the the camera actually switch it's it's a shot of just Kate Beckinsale, and you see him you can hear no you can hear him say forgot my tools again, <laughs> just just like it's very quiet but it's like you can totally hear it. Anyways, he plays Goose. Um, no, he, he was my savior. Oh, he was amazing. He was amazing. Um, so just a few more in the fictional category. Um, Dan Aykroyd, his character of Captain Harold Thurman, um, who is a, um, a Navy, Navy intelligence guy. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a composite of a lot of real people, but that character was, was not. Oh, okay. Um, and then, okay. So you also, the last person I want to say out of the fictional side because you were asking about her. Her name is Sarah Rue. She plays Martha. She's the the curvier of the girls. Oh, okay. So I, I have her IMDb up. Oh my I gosh, Sarah Rue. So she's she was she, she was in Can't Hardly Wait, but I don't. No, rec- she just, it was a TV show. Okay, so okay, uh, 
before this, I, I don't, I don't reckon I, minor adjustments was a TV show. She was on, um, the simple life. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. She played Melanie on that. Yep. It looks like she was on like a Disney or a uh, Nick show called Zoe Duncan, Jack and Jane. I don't know what the fuck that is. She was on a TV show called popular. This is, Oh all- my God. Popular. Okay. Do you know who else was in popular? I don't. What's his, um, what's her name? Okay. Iron oh. Man. Leslie Bibb. Oh, okay. Leslie oh. Bibb was the blonde. Remember? Okay. We've, I brought that show up. You, you have on the skulls because, yes. we, because, because we did the skulls. Um, oh, apparently she was in, she played a babysitter, babysitter in the ring. So okay. that's a thing. She was also on a TV show called Less Than Perfect. Apparently she was on a couple episodes of Big Bang Theory. No. A uh, lot of TV. A lot of TV as yeah. I'm going through here. No, TV. she looked very familiar. But TV. popular, that's what it was. It was popular. She hasn't. Yeah. Her TV is her bag. I'll just say that. That's that's what yeah. she, she's been in. Um, so now we got to go to the um, the historical characters, um, starting with Cuba Gooding Jr., who plays um, uh Wow, Petty Officer Second Class Doris Miller, mm-hmm. um, John Voight playing FDR in this movie. Yep. Um, Colm Fior plays uh, Admiral uh, Husband E. Kimmel. Now he uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff, and I I don't know if it's worth if you want me to uh, pull up his IMDb at all. But Colm Fior has been in like I don't know so many things. Well- oh yeah, that's right. He was in um, maybe the thing that you might recognize. He plays the other attorney in Chicago opposite Richard Gere. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So that's I, I mean, and that's like that's just one thing. But yeah. he's been in a bunch of shit. So um, so there's that. Uh, we also have Alec Baldwin playing uh, Doolittle. And um, I think that might be I don't know if there's anybody else. Yeah, no, I think we're okay. good. I think we're good. Because I mean, because honestly, I, I've been recording for like 14 minutes, and we're not even to like the second part of this where we talk about all the other stuff. Yeah, so, no, no, no. I, mean, I think that's good. Yeah, okay, good, great. Um, all right, so here we go. Accolades. <laughs> this no, this is going to be fun because they're all over the place. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So, like, what Academy Awards? I thought. Okay. So no, now you thought wrong. Because you thought this was up for Best Picture. In fact, I think you might have even said it won Best Picture. I did tell you it won Best Picture. It did not. It did not. Um, uh, A Beautiful Mind won Best Picture the year that this came out. Um, This did win Best Sound Editing. uh, And it was also up for Best Sound Effects, Visual Effects, and Song that year. Um, And at the Golden Globes, it was also up for Best Song and Best Score. It didn't win any of those. Um, What song? Uh, a Faith Hill song, I think may, may it be or let oh. it, may, something like that. Okay. It was, but it was a Faith Hill song. Yeah. Um, but like uh, the American Society of Cinematographers, it was nominated for Best Theatrical Cinematography. Uh, and then we get some of the um, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the the hip or the like back when these like the MTV movie oh, awards. Yeah. So it won it won Best Action Sequence. Yeah. Uh, it lost Best Male Performance. Um, both. Uh, both of our leads uh, to Will Smith and Ali, and it also le- uh, lost Best Female Performance uh, for Kate Beckinsale to Nicole Kidman and Moulin Rouge. Okay. Now we get to some of the uh, the nominees that we are uh, a little bit more accustomed to. Okay. On um on uh, Below Freezing here. The Saturn Awards. No, 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 no. Those are for horror and science fiction movies. Well, <laughs> here come, but we'll start with the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> 
it was uh, nominated for worst picture and worst sense of direction, which it did. It didn't win though. Um, and and well, this will be uh, this will be the winner of a lot of these. Uh, okay. It lost to Freddie Got Fingered, which I have still never I've seen. I've never seen it. it is, that's the Tom Green movie. Yeah. When Tom Green still was relevant. Which that, that really Wasn't didn't last he, that long. He dated Drew Barrymore yes, for a very long time. They were together right? for a while. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, although it did, uh, the Stinker Award that it did win was worst screenplay to gross more than $100 million, oh. which when we get to that, holy balls, did this movie make some money. Oh, yeah. Um, and then obviously our good oh, friend, yeah. the Razzies. Um, like it was up for worst picture, worst director, worst actor, worst screenplay, uh, worst uh, remake. Or sequel and worst on-screen couple. Um, it so it lost worst remake or sequel uh, to uh, the Planet of the Apes. This was a remake. I think I I, I think there was a. I, I think that's a loose term. I think there was a Pearl Harbor movie about like Pearl Harbor from a long time oh, ago. Okay. Um, uh, it lost worst uh, uh, remake or sequel to the the Planet of the Apes movie with Walt, Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Um, which I've still never seen that one. I've not seen the Mark Wahlberg one, but all those other ones, uh, it lost to Freddy Got Fingered, which was just sort of roundly considered the worst movie of that year. Wow. Okay. Who You said it was up for worst actor. Were they both up? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but then, but so then we shift over to the budget. Now, here's the thing. This movie had an, a $140 million budget. Okay. That's, that's a, a big, lot. That's a that's huge big. budget. That's like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. very, very few directors get greenlit a movie yeah, yeah, like this. Yeah. But Michael Bay is one. Yeah. Track record to this point, he had made The Rock and Bad Boys and Armageddon, and all of those movies had made money. Yeah. So um, so the budget was $140 million. Opening weekend, it made 59 In the U.S., it made 198 But worldwide, it made just under $450 oh million. Dollars. Okay. In the U.S. and worldwide, it was the number sixth highest grossing movie that year movies like harry potter and the lord of the rings and shrek like those movies wow were and monsters inc were almost con like both u.s and worldwide wow but but a a movie not based on ip do you know what i mean like like yeah not harry potter not a, not an animated like like a a, a war movie yes. was not that high up um how how many stars out of four do you think roger ebert gave this movie oh god i want to say like Two and a half? One and a half. Oh. The blur the 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 thing I pulled is he goes, <laughs> Pearl Harbor is a two hour movie squeezed into three hours about how on December seventh, nineteen forty one, the Japanese staged a surprise attack on on an American love triangle. Its centerpiece is forty minutes of redundant special effects surrounded by a love story of stunning banality. The film has been directed without grace, vision, or originality, and although you may walk out quoting lines of dialogue, it will not be it will not be because you admire them. <laughs> which which leads right into the part of the show where Melissa tries to guess the critical and audience okay. Rotten Tomato scores. Let's hear it. And here's the blurb, and it is it is so in line with what he just said. Okay. Pearl Harbor tries to be the Titanic of war movies, but it's just a tedious romance filled with laughably bad dialogue. The 40-minute action sequence is spectacular, though. Okay. So, critical first, then audience. Okay, critical, I said 29. Okay. Audience, I said 61. You were you were off by the same amount for both. Huh. You said 29. Yeah. 24. 
It was a little lower. Wow. Yeah. And you said 61? Yeah. 66. Oh. Okay. So a really, I mean, really close on both. Pat on my back. It has been Pat. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay, so I, I mentioned, I told you this before off mic, um, but for those of you listening, and I think you'll get the vibe real quick here as we're almost 20 minutes into this pod. Um, I did not pull a bunch of trivia for this movie. I, you could you can list all of the anachronistic things that happen in it. And all and, and, and we already talked about like most of the characters that we follow are fictional. I, I don't really care, but I want to... I'm going to, the trivia that I, I have here is one, one thing. And okay. you mentioned something during the movie that's going to tie back into it. Okay. So, um, we were, so it's, it's in the middle of December 7th, right? And it's, it's the attacks have been happening and, uh, we're in the hospital and, yeah. and they're trying to separate people and stuff. And there was one particular moment where we saw like, uh, a hand and a foot that had already been like amputated and you, and you said something to the effect of, I don't remember that. Yes. I don't remember that in the movie. So, it was like Jennifer Gardner's character dropped a whole bunch of um, uh, medicine. She was just yeah. shooken. Yep. She dr dropped a tray of tools and she had to go pick it up. And that's what it zooms in on. It's like a severed foot and finger. And she's. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So the, the, and, and the way that I get to weave in what you said to the note. is So first of all, we watched the director's cut of this movie mm -hmm. because that's what we own. You noticed a lot, and you pointed out not just there, but a lot of times, like you were like, "Oh my god!" And like there was extra gore. Yes, that's that. That's the that's, director's okay. cut. Okay. Okay. But the one note that I did pull because I think it's important, and it's going to lead into a little bit of a disclaimer before we launch into our actual thoughts of the movie. So okay. I'm just going to read this. I pulled this straight from from the web. The scene that shows the Japanese planes attacking the hospital caused a great uproar both in Japan and among Pearl Harbor veterans, because it never happened. The Japanese pilots were under strict orders not to attack civilian targets. Survivors note that even when the Japanese had a straight line of attack, they never attacked the hospital itself. Director Michael Bay said he added the scene to make the attack seem more barbaric. Oh, my God. So so this and what, when I say disclaimer, what I mean is, when we start talking about the movie and potentially, at least on my end, making fun of the movie, we're making fun of the movie. Yes, not of the event. And there's that... a reason why this episode isn't coming out anywhere near December 7th. Like, yeah. we're not trying to tie this in. No. We're not doing like a, I mean, we're, that's not what this is. So, uh, disclaimers out there. Cancel culture exists. We're not out to offend anybody. Mm -mm. Okay, great. Maybe, maybe Michael Bay. Oh yeah, that. I mean, that seems we're fair. probably gonna offend him. Yeah. And I mean, I've already offended Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, um, Ben Affleck. I mean, ben Affleck. <laughs> wow. What? I mean, do, Brad. Do, do, Brad. Do, do, no, I have not. No, I have. I, Brad's on a roll. I, I. We love Brad Pitt. Yeah. No, this is a pro Brad Pitt household. Yeah. No, no. Okay. I mean, I was more pro when he was, you know, with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You know, well, maybe, but, maybe you never know. Never say never, right? Well, or she was somebody. You know what? Jen do Jen. Well, sure. She's amazing. She doesn't need a man. She does not need a man. I that didn't say she's like. Well, all right. Sorry. On fire. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, okay. So, and, and honestly, I feel like we've, the, the plot to this, it, yes, it, it revolves around the events of what happened on Pearl Harbor when uh, the Japanese sprung a surprise attack on our fleets uh, in Hawaii 
and thus basically getting the U.S. to enter World War II. Mm -hmm. But that the movie really, though, is about our two friends, Rafe and Danny, who have grown up together, who both want to be pilots, who apparently go through all of their training together. Um, Rafe falls in love with um, Evelyn, and uh, they have a nice little romantic thing. But he gets orders, kind of, or he volunteers to go, and he, he goes over to England to help um, his plane crashes, and we are meant to believe that he is dead. And in their morning, Danny and Evelyn get together. Ah, but guess what? Rafe is not dead. He is back. And now everybody's pissed, but they don't have time to deal with it because of, of everything that happens on December 7th. But then they kind of pretend like everything's okay, and then they go on a second secret mission because now they're going to go bomb Japan. And they do, but they crash, and Danny dies, and Rafe lives, and she has a son, and they name him Danny. And that's got to be weird because every time you see your son, you're going to think, you are the name of my best friend who's dead and uh, and that's how the story ends so that's pearl harbor i feel like they sat in a room and unfortunately just randall wallace sorry <laughs> yes i feel like he sat in a room and he's like i need to write a script how hmm. hmm and and he's like pearl harbor like that's and then he does a, a, a web you know the web i do you, yeah you just you spring just off start, yes and this is great. And I love this. And this is how this movie came to be. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, yep. he's like, just, I don't know. But it's, there's a lot. Okay. I've only seen this movie twice all the way through. Yeah. And then I've caught, this used to be a, <laughs> a movie that I would just, if it was on TV, I would just literally turn on and wherever it was at, I would start watching it. I, and then I'd leave. And then, I get you know, it. Mm -hmm. That's this kind of movie. Um, it's seeing it this time. I was, I was like, wow, why did this make so much more sense to me when I was like 15 year old Melissa <laughs> just starting to date Adam? Well, <laughs> and like this, this, I thought of Pearl Harbor as like the romantic movie of all times. So like, that's just kind of what I, maybe not well, of all times. No, but, but, but okay. So you, you said a couple of things there that I think are, are actually really important to, no, to, to, to the success of this movie. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Yep. Remember that I said that it was up for and won some MTV movie awards. Yes. This movie, and, and again, we watched the director's cut, but this was PG-13 when it came out. This was, honestly, you got, you got pretty faces on the poster, right? Yep. You've got, and, and I don't, you've got a former music video director directing this movie it is cut very fast and when did it come out again 2001 so how old were we you would have been in uh, well eighth well let's see i was i was i think you were in eighth grade middle school so this was like the time now i didn't see this in theaters but you probably did did you i, I don't know i was like this was the time where in our small town they just built a movie theater oh yes and that was the thing to do was mm -hmm. go see a movie and hang out with your friends and i could only imagine picking the longest movie that you could be in a movie theater with either with your friends or with a girl that you invited, you know, sure. Or, I'm well, just and, saying like, I the, get why teenagers probably really like this. The other thing that also works in its favor. And, and again, that goes get, like right into what you were talking about is you've got, this movie is, you know, appealing quote unquote to both genders, mm -hmm. right? You've got the romance of it. Which is, you know, again, from like a marketing standpoint, is going to appeal to the young females. Yep. And you've got the fucking war shit, which is going to appeal to your dumb 13-year-old bros, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a meeting of worlds. So both both people are happy, yep. right? And 
all all of that when you when you mix all of that in you get a 450 million dollar movie like that's so so i i am not even remotely confused as to the the success of the movie but you're you're right like you know you watch this years later it's like you already know that some of the stuff is problematic and then you you come back and you watch it again and it's it's like wow this really isn't as romantic as i thought yeah yeah so i i'm i'm all with you um there's there's a quote that we get it so i the stuff with the kids is like it lasts like five minutes and i don't don't care so and then we basically meet our two young hotshot pilots right and they're they're doing a thing and then they get in trouble because they like play chicken and they're they they're in alec baldwin's office and you know ben affleck's trying to talk his way out of it and there's a line that gets said and i think this is not only the quote of the movie but it also describes the movie and ben affleck is saying like well sir how can you basically like how can you reprimand me when you were known for doing this and um (laughs) alec baldwin goes that's bullshit and and like Benefits like no, I didn't mean to offend. He's like no, 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 it's very good bullshit. That's what this movie is. Very good. This bullshit. movie is very good bullshit. Hey, that is that is what this movie is. That I just I I really can't even. So okay, so I I actually do have some questions that okay. I, and I marked them as I went through. So my my first question is, and I think I know the answer to this, but I'll just I'll ask it anyway. Is this a better movie? If it's a different director. Oh, I i mean, it's a different movie. I i think. Seeing it. Now, like just finishing watching it. And, you know, I love a good romance. movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. But I think I would really appreciate more like factual war. Pearl Harbor movie like really behind the scenes of like sure how how they lost how how the U.S. could not find the the all the the, the all the Japanese ships fleet yeah, for yeah. days mm-hmm. and they're like this is terrifying but we're not gonna say it's like more and more behind the scenes about that and like truth about that yeah. I would be that's what I was like wait what yeah is that a few oh. times I was like I need to go back to um like U.S. history or yeah. world, not yeah. world history. Well, both. But, yeah, but like, yeah, uh, yeah, both. Clearly, I need to go back to. Well, <laughs> no, I, it's both. But it's 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 our history, I but it's world history. I really wanted to see that. Yeah. Um. This whole love triangle, gosh, I think I mean, obviously we have to get to that, but this whole love triangle is really like confounding to yeah. me. I'm very. Well, let's. Can, uh, maybe we should talk about the meet cute. With okay. uh, with Ben Affleck and and, and um, Kate Beckinsale, um, which by the way I can't believe we haven't even, it's been this far before we said Kate Beckinsale. We are yes. clearly going to be spending a lot of time with her over the next couple of months. Now, what have you liked her in? What her performance? Oh God, this than? this oh, Underworld. I disagree. I didn't. I was like, what accent are you trying to do right now? I didn't like it. Oh, I I, I was I, not a fan. No, that's fine. Um, okay, so so. Obviously, we we get we get to the point where there's like a the the nurses are heading into the town on a train and the guys are going in by by car, and Kate Beckinsale is sort of uh, recollecting the events of her and Ben Affleck and they meet and he he can't read and she passes him because she feels guilty and he wants to like 
you know, basically say thank you and stuff. And so but there's a moment where he like he gets a second shot and he's woozy and he breaks his nose and he he waits for her. At, this is the, like one of the funniest goddamn yes. things. He 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 waits for her after like her shift. And he's like, I want to say thank you. He's, his nose is bandaged up. And he's like, you know, I got some genuine French champagne and they're sitting on the steps and they're, they're having a nice conversation. He goes to open the champagne and the cork hits him right in the nose. And I, I mean, I was belly laughing. I, I thought it was fucking hysterical. Cause I I mean, I started laughing too. This is very funny. And all of the witty shit with him and Alec Baldwin, when they're in the, the office, like, and, and the, and all the soldiers, like the one guy's like, I am one what like one attractive guy mm-hmm. and like and the, the whole stuff with the clove oil where he puts too much oh on my and God. like at this the, point the movie is just funny it's a comedy yeah. it really is no i a thousand percent agree with you and but i do like how we we get their introduction and like you know how they kind of meet and they they have this fast attraction with each other and they're falling in love but it's only been like four weeks or something like that right or yeah, something it, like that. Six weeks. Four, yeah. It's, something yeah, like that. Yeah. It hasn't been a long time. Nope. And so, uh, okay, we have to talk about the relationship. Yeah. The, we need to talk about the triangle right yes, now. Yes, Because do that's it, do how it. they meet. Yes. And then he, they, they fall hard for each other very fast. And yep. then he's like, I'm going. Yep. And at this point, you know. He says one story to his best friend. Yes. He's like, he, he says, I I'm was, being told yes. I have to go. Uh-huh. But then he tells her the truth and he's like, I volunteered. I want to do this. And uh, I have such mixed feelings at this moment because I'm like, if you love her, if you really love her, why would you volunteer to legit go to war? It's because it's like, I mean, obviously it's because his head is like this ego. I feel like he has this ego of like, I have to just like fight i need to do this well right? the whole i, I and, don't know and the, the added and the added pilot of it all like like uh, he was born to fly that's what that's his thing that's what he wants to do yeah but oh, i don't know it just like bothered me because i'm like you just had like four weeks of like this was amazing and um and now you're gonna leave but then i was like as i'm watching this in the moment i'm like okay maybe he really loves flying way more than her maybe he doesn't really love her and that's what i thought until we get in the moment where they're in, you know, he tells her, oh, they're about to have a night together, their last night together. And they're going to go up to the hotel room and finally have sex. Cause I haven't, and he's like, no, I don't want to do it this way. I want to be respectful. Which I was like, really, bud? No, you're going off to war. You might not see her again. Like, I don't know. Anyways, they part ways. He says, don't come. It's hard enough to say goodbye once. Don't yes. come. Yeah. And then as we're in the train station, he's looking around. Josh Hartnett's character, Danny, is like, why are you looking for her? You told her not to come. And he's like, yeah. But what did he say? He goes, It's a test. Yeah. I told her not to come. But if she does come, then that means she really loves me. Really bothered me this time because I was like, wait a minute. That's such a asshole dick thing to do. Like, you're, you're the one that's leaving. And you're putting all this on her in a in a way. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really didn't like it. And th- that this time around made me look at Ben Affleck's character going, peace. Yeah. Don't come back. Yeah. Because she deserves better than that. Sure. And it, it's it, only been four weeks. Not going to hear different from me. 16 year old Melissa was like, oh, my God, that's love. That's like, yeah, he loves. And she came. Yeah. So like back in the day when I watched this, I hated 
Josh Hartnett's character. The fact that he, I felt like he swooped in and stole her and then impregnated her and like forced <laughs> her to stay with him because she's having, like, this is, that's how I saw it when I was younger. And now I was like, Josh Hartnett's character, you know, they go, so Ben Affleck's character, sorry, I'm all over the place. No, I've. Ben Affleck's character leaves, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Ghost. he ends up dying. I'm doing air quotes because, yeah. you know, they thought he died. And then like four, three months go by where, um, I guess, uh, Danny and Evelyn don't even see each other mm-hmm. at all during these three months. And, and they're grieving their, you know, their, yeah, their own way. Their own, yep. Exactly. And then they have a good night. And then the, like, it's like they kind of become friends and then they start hanging out and like that relationship seems so like genuine and like wow okay we just both suffered a yeah. lot mm-hmm. and now we're bonding and like i this time around i was like oh god i'm so happy ben affleck dies like that's what i thought while i was watching it this time because i was like they they definitely deserve to be together well i, I mean i i you definitely I mean? And yeah clearly they get to know each other a lot more yeah they like physically mentally know each other a lot more they get to spend way more time together yeah i i i don't know so that's that's how i kind of saw i'm just trying to give you a little bit of like how i used to see it now how how i see it and then it's like so he comes back ben affleck comes back and it becomes like this oh no you're back but i love him and but do i love him but i love you and i'll always love you I just don't get from that point on when he comes back, I do not get the relationships anymore. Like, I don't understand where she's at because clearly it's like, okay, you had an infatuation for him, but I don't think you really loved him the way that you have a new love with Danny. See, I, it's funny. I, I think that the, I think what the movie is trying to do is to tell us that she actually loves Rafe more than Danny, but because she's pregnant that I like I and this is totally in my head this my my belief is that if she wasn't pregnant she would go back with Rafe that is so I I, I could be totally wrong and And, then but that does make sense when she has that like dialogue at the end with um not at the end but before they both leave mm -hmm. to do the the mission because she, she she tells him that she's like I will always love I don't know well no just, and well mm-hmm. and she tells here okay she tells Rafe that she's pregnant and that but to, she's not gonna tell Danny and that's 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 my clue that she's unsure of her of her of what her affection is for Danny I think I think that's that's the hitch in the whole thing uh, right I just. I don't know. I did not like this love story this time around. I was just kind of like fair. Ugh. Fair. Um there's there's an okay, so so that there's obviously that's kind of that's kind of the thing of the the one half of the story, the love triangle, right? That's the and and I, I that's the, the love triangle and who ends up with who and how it all goes. Like that's part of it. And obviously okay, and then the other half is the real is Pearl Harbor and what's right. going on, right? So I something I noticed this time and I, I took a note early on and then Late, okay, so I, 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 this is going to be kind of a roundabout thing, but but bear with me. Okay. So, the question that I wrote down, and I don't want you to answer this yet because I, I th- something happened later in the movie that made me really think about this. So the question I wrote down is: Does seeing the Japanese side 
help or hinder this movie? And, and what I mean is like seeing them prep and like talk about it and think about it, right? Don't answer that question yet. Okay. Because when the attack happens, we obviously see all of the brutality mm-hmm. and the carnage and the it, – it's awful. What we see, it's terrible. So flash forward. The, this new crew on the top secret mission, they've learned how to fly off of the carriers, which is a short distance, and they're going to bomb um, the places in, in Japan. Do you want to know how many dead Japanese soldiers we see when they bomb? Zero. Mm-hmm. We don't see a single dead Japanese per- civilian or, or, um, or, or a military person at all. Yeah. And and when they and the second that they kind of go past and, like, and they're, they're about to lose fuel, I, I was like, okay. That's interesting. That's a really strong choice to show all of the dead Americans mm-hmm. and not a single dead Japanese person. And then and then I couldn't even help. And this, sorry, this is, I started, th- and then, you know, because this was, I think for the longest time, this was the, this was the largest attack on U.S. soil until 9-11. Yes. Guess what happened three months before this movie came out? 9-11. And I was thinking about just how much this movie probably appealed to people's baser instincts, ba- like they're just their base level of emotions yeah. of seeing an attack on home soil. I didn't know this came out right before 9 2001. I wasn't even thinking about that. And so, and I, I all of the, like, I couldn't help but it was like, man, this movie, especially like maybe not so much now, but when this movie came out, oh. how like, I'm sure how many like, yeah, America. And, and there's nothing wrong with being, you know, proud of your country. But I think this is this was doing it in a not great way. And I thought it was a really I, I, I'm just going to use the word interesting choice to show to show the carnage on Pearl Harbor. But not kind of just, you know, glean by, you know, the um, the, the Japanese attack. Yeah, could, that is very I mean, it's very interesting. I couldn't help. I, I just I couldn't help but think about it. I find it very But like I, I find it disgusting at, at the beginning when you said Michael Bay decided to show the hospital being like attacked, yeah, attacked. to make it more brutal. Sounds very disgusting when Pearl Harbor, all people have to think of is December seventh. That date alone, like people know what happened on well, December seventh and-, and how brutal that was i mean clearly you go to hawaii now and you go there and you can see you can see the carnage and everything that's left and like i don't think you have to make it more it's just a little disgusting to hear that because it's like you don't have to make that date any more brutal than it actually was and and i think there's something too about i mean this movie and i mean this is very obvious thing i'm gonna say but this movie is excess everything excess that's michael bay and, I mean, he honestly, he is that. But but think about too, and I know they they do show some of like there's a there's a line that happens after the initial attack, and FDR he's talking to like his cabinet or whatever, and he says something like, "Is it true that there are still 1,100 people or, or whatever on the Arizona alive? Yeah, down there, and and they say yes, we can hear, we're here, and like like you hear that line, and you go, "Fuck me, that's that is terrible." Yeah, and your mind. It's like it's like the whole thing, like it, it, you know, the whole thing where I say like, don't think about elephants. What are you thinking about? Elephants. Yeah. So it's like, I hear 
How many people are still stunned? And I, in my mind, oh, it's I can so feel much it. more worse than and then, if they were to show it. Yeah. I feel like my mind. Well, would then make they did it though. So they did show it, and and there's nothing. It's weird because I I have no problem with it, but it's also like this movie wants to show everything, mm-hmm. and then obviously the director's cut shows everything and then some. Right. It's it the the added carnage. I don't I don't quite understand, but but they could have made that. It just ties back to you the whole thing about like, did you want to make it look more barbaric or did you want to make the Japanese look worse? Yeah. And I think they honestly to make that I, and when you again, it's so I I don't know. This is like the conspiracy theory part of my brain. But like you can't help but connect the dots to what happens later in the movie and go more barbaric or is this more like xenophobic? Like like let's make the Japanese even worse. Yeah. And it's I, I don't know. It, I, I mean, I have obviously I have a lot of issues with this movie. And after watching it again, I'm like, wow, holy, this movie has a lot wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, okay. Yes? Hold on, though. No, Going no. back to this love triangle. Oh, God. We, we can't, of course we can't leave it. Are you, if you are Evelyn, Adam St. John, if you're Evelyn, who are you more attracted to? Uh, uh, ooh. Okay. I didn't... Or Danny. No. And how? Oh, like, that's, that's because they both have. Very different personalities. Yeah. And how they try to get the girl is very different as well. Like you have um, Rafe who very, I mean, he's very confident in himself. Oh, for sure. He's like, I'm going to get her no matter what. Like, I got this. Yeah. Um, So very cocky. Um, He doesn't have sex with her. He's all about, he's very smooth talking, I feel like. Yeah. After Um, the war, he'd be a car salesman. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dan, but Danny, I mean, very sweet. He check, He's there to check on her. And then like their first date, I guess, that they have. Or this is how, again, air quotes I'm doing. Their first date. He sneaks her into a plane and takes her on a plane ride. Yeah. And then they land. And they happen to run into this magical oh, hangar God, of, yes, parachutes of parachutes where they have amazing sex in a parachute. Like, I mean, when you see that sequence, I'm yeah. like, this is a this is a raunchy music video. I don't know who. Maybe R. Kelly. Air, no, this is like Aerosmith. This or is Aerosmith. like he's bringing okay. them back from Armageddon. Maybe I shouldn't have said R. Kelly, but like. I mean, I mean, do you, did he did he pee on her or I mean, what what happened? I mean. I just feel like these parachutes have seen some things <laughs> it, for sure. Definitely in your version of the story, <laughs> they have. <laughs> it's the remix to ignition, hot and fresh out in the kitchen. Mama rolling that body. Can we, God, can I even sing that now? You- I was just canceled. I was just canceled because I sang R. Kelly. Yeah. That's, that's a popping song though. When that comes on, you're fucking, you're up and dancing when ignition it, comes on. Well, God. Yeah, that's the problem. That's that's the pop song problem. I mean, no, but you can't. I mean, anyways, well, let's not do that. We, but come on, this movie is already. <laughs> that's a whole. That. That's a whole thing. Um, sorry to answer your question though. But yes, it is an Aerosmith song, and let me tell you. Get me in a parachute hanger. Oh. Play me some Armageddon Aerosmith. You are just not letting this go. And I will be naked as quick as possible in a parachute waiting. <laughs> that's it. I'm just saying this. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's just out there. So basically, listen, listen. 
HMU, hit me up if you know of a good parachute hanger in the greater Seattle area. I, prices, you know, I need to know how much I need to rent, you know, like, like I, I need deeds. So if you know of a good parachute hanger, hit me up. But like, could you imagine the camera <laughs> oh scrolling? God. Like, and in the other parachutes, you have the outline of all the Aerosmith, like, the band okay. playing. All right, wait. Okay, you know wait. Wait. Hold like, on. Hold on. Hold on. In this in this scenario where you're having just magnificent parachute hanger sex. Yes. You're, we're being watched by Aerosmith, and and, and we're being filmed. <laughs> we want to make sure this is going on, right? You want you want Steven Tyler watches going like yeah, like the like that's <laughs> wow. That's what you want. Holy shit. There are parachutes between us, so it's clearly not like it's just silhouettes that we're all seeing of uh, each other. And I think I, I'd be okay with that. But like if the wind machine is going as it was in this movie, I mean, come on. The, pe- people are going to see some stuff. There's going to be some side boob. We're, I'm okay with side boob. No, okay. Well, all right. I, can I go back to answer the question yes. that you asked? Yes. Which was which one I would have well, no, okay. Now here but you said which one would I, would I be more attracted to or which one would I pick? Or is it or is it the same question? Cause well, I'm con- I don't know. Adam, because I, okay, here's here's here, okay because I think of Josh Hartnett and Ben Affleck. I will be honest, I I gotta give the attractive edge to Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck, of course. But you're right. I think in the way that these characters are presented and and what they're doing and how we get to know them, I think that ending up with Josh Hartnett would be the like if yes. I'm Evelyn, that's the choice that I would would make. Yes, but that's obviously not that's not where we get. That's not what happens. No. Um, but if you're going to be in a love triangle and your first choice, Ben Affleck, you thought died and then you were like, okay, I'm going to move on to my second choice. And then they like, and then you get impregnated by your second choice. But then it's all of a sudden like both choices come back to you and you're like, oh fuck, I wish I could have gone back to number one. This does work out for her in the end. Like, sure. That sounds really awful to I mean, say. It only took one person dying for yeah, to, I was yeah. just kind of like, oh, for the, I don't know. For the for your the the father of your unborn child to no longer be on this earth. But this is where I'm like, you know what? They have isn't polygamy like um multiple wives or what is that? Yeah. The, yeah, that, yeah. Why couldn't we just introduce like the option of having multiple husbands? I think there could easily be wow. like That's... the woman. I mean, let's face it. There is the matriarch of the family. It's always a woman. Well, that's what matriarch is, babe. But, no, what I mean is like the head of a family. I know matriarch is well, a just, woman. I just want to put it like, out there. It's, it's, there's always a woman that's do, telling a man what to do. Like that's kind of how, you know, that's, that's well, how listen, it is. Just because it's true in this household does not mean that holds true <laughs> across all households. Well, if, I mean, I know my place. That's yeah, basically you do. where we're at. I mean, yeah, I might, I might, I might do like the the research for the pod and stuff, but that, that's about as much control <laughs> as I get in the household. Yeah. Um. Uh. You're, so you're told what to do by our four year old. Yeah, I'm having basis. a real, I'm having a real fucking issue with that lately. Yeah. I, I'm getting when she, I, when she tells me what to do. It takes all of my might to not get into like a verbal argument um, with her. I'm constantly getting in a verbal argument with her and you are covering up your mouth laughing in the background because I'll tell her what to do. <laughs> and then she goes, no, you're gonna. And she does the whole like, you know, 
gosh, when somebody goes, you need to do this. No, you're going to do this. You know, she, she, Sophie nails that. And it's so frustrating. And she does it anyways. She just does it all the time. And it's really hard when I look in my peripheral and you're covering your mouth laughing. Well, I can't believe she just. I, would you rather me laugh? That that wouldn't help the situation. Um, okay, so I, I have, <clears throat> so the, I I want to I want to bring this up because you you mentioned the the date. I have another question for you, and okay. you, you mentioned her. Uh, uh, what's uh, Josh Hartnett had taken her up in the, in the plane, yeah. right? And she's like, "Don't do the." Th- I, my dad took me up, but don't do the barrel roll. And then he does the barrel roll, and she's like, "Oh, I liked it." Uh, was that the first orgasm she had that night? Right, right then the barrel roll. Oh, easily. Okay, great. So she did. She did climax before the sex. Good. So yeah, that's good. All right. I want. I I was really hoping and again, that she probably like, did. I mean, looking at Josh, Josh Hart. Josh. Josh. Looking at Josh, <laughs> he is somebody that is going to make sure his woman is taken uh, care of a few times before. I like that's a Ben Affleck is like, I'm good. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know these people at all, but I think, I think the vibe I get from them, I, I, I would agree. I think that's true. Yeah. Now, uh, something that I think has slowly been coming back on the pod and I definitely is Adam, Adam's film corner. So I have, Bring it I have, a, I have an Adam's film corner and I know, I've, I don't know what movie it was. Oh no, it was Swordfish, even a movie I love, <laughs> but so Swordfish opens. It, so Swordfish has the the cold open, yep. and then it goes like three months earlier, and then we get the story again. It, but it starts at the it starts where it starts for no fucking reason. I, it's one of my my least favorite yep. film tropes. One of my other least favorite film tropes is the whole like so Ben Affleck dies until he doesn't, and he's back. And it's it's to me it's it's lazy it's lazy film writing. And, and I don't like it because the only reason it's in there that way is to get us to go, oh, he's back. Oh, no. Now there's a problem. Like, and, yeah. I, and I get it. But, like, I wish there was more of a we, – we really don't know why he, he, it took him so long to get back. But, like, it just – the movie just chooses not to show him. We don't, we, could, we don't see him swim to shore. We don't see him get – I mean, eventually we right. see him get rescued when he's retelling the story. But, like – I guess there's what's what's the reason to to not right. just show uh, like I don't know maybe he like um, had a concussion and lost his memory for a little bit and then he finally realized who he was and Do you like know what? months later maybe he was a PNW like a POW <laughs> we live in the Pacific Northwest now now that's a, that's okay hold on folks listen that's a pretty that's a good mistake that's a, no, that's a good one because we we frequently will say the PNW because that's we where do. we live. PNW is what we say, and we're talking about a war movie. That I'm gonna no, I'm gonna give you that Thank one. Thank you. Don't do not beat yourself up about that one. Don't do it. Um, but like, do you know what a movie that nails that is? And I, I haven't thought about this movie in a long time, but it's another war movie. Do you remember Brothers, the Tobey Maguire, oh. Jake Gyllenhaal, Natalie Portman movie? Yeah. And 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 so what happens in that movie yep. is the same thing. Where um, uh, Tobey Maguire goes, he goes to war and he gets captured, and Jake Gyllenhaal and Natalie Portman slowly fall in love. But we continue to track his story. Yep. And so while it's the it's, audience knows that he's still alive. Yeah. But they, yes. And and what's happening is that the audience doesn't know if he's going to get back, and then when he does, we're already like, oh shit. Like he doesn't know what he's going to walk into. Yep. So it's not a surprise. It's a surprise for the characters, but not for us, but we have a different reaction. Yeah. And like, 
I don't know. There's something just. I, God, I, I haven't all thought I, about that movie. In I, I, I haven't. I haven't either. Wow. But the laziness of this makes me appreciate it so yes. much more in that movie. I just wanted to call that out because I fucking hate stuff like that. <sighs> so, do you? I, I and I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to skip past uh, the the actual Pearl Harbor of of it all. Well, but like, considering the the you know the general tone of our podcast. Is there anything that you really want to say about it? Like in a like I no, I what I mean is like I I don't think anything really like even kind of comically like hold on. Like, I no, I didn't I didn't take a lot of notes in this movie. And the notes that I took on were just like kind of I don't know, it was more about the relationship, but like the actual action scenes of the movie were very well done. The only the only note that I had that I that I, I feel like even bringing up that's I well I guess I have two because they happen right back to back. There's a scene where they've made it to the second airfield where all the plane where like Tom Sizemore and all the other planes are that they're gonna fly, and then when the when the Japanese um, planes come over they start they start shooting. But like so Pearl Harbor is already like the, the attack has already been happening and there's a shot of just like four soldiers walking until they hear gunshots and I'm like motherfuckers. You like everybody is on red alert and you guys are just walking and it's not until the gunshots go off that they start to run. I'm like, no, no, I didn't buy that. But you, I have to, I got to give you something because so all the events have happened yep. and Ben Affleck and, and uh, Josh Hartnett are, are back and Josh Hartnett gets out of the plane and Tom Sizemore goes, who taught you how to fly? And he goes, that guy. And it's the, it was oh the low, God. it's the low um dolly shot. The low, slow motion, slight breeze, hero shot of Ben Affleck. And you have Ben Affleck who kind of looks up. Yep. To, yep. I said, oh, that's a bad boy shot. Like, yeah. it's just. That's the, Michael Bay bringing it back. Yep. Absolutely. It, yeah, and he does. You did mention that in Bad Boys. He has the upward shot that goes all around. Mm -hmm. Or. Yeah. Or, it, well, in, the, in this one, it didn't. But yeah. yes, that's his. The low. The, or mm. the, yeah. The low. The low shot. Looking up. Circle dolly. Yeah. That is his. It's his thing. And and we know that person's a hero. Yeah. Like that's that's what we get. I mean, it's I just thought it was very funny. I, okay, so uh Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. I know we haven't talked much about him in this. He I okay, I liked him in this movie. We didn't see a whole lot of him, but like his line at the end. So <clears throat> Pearl Harbor, we're in the middle of Pearl Harbor being attacked. He's trying to get up just like out from under the boat, like up and he finds the captain or the sergeant or the, I don't know. I don't know the ranking. Oh, but, uh, and a ship. It's a little bit different, but yeah. His guts are everywhere. Well, yes. And, yeah. um, what do I call him? The captain, I guess is like, you need to, you, know, you need to do this and you do this. And he, in the most, in the Cuba Gooding Jr. Voice that he does, which is just, very calming and relaxing and he i mean chaos is happening around him and he says like cap or whatever his mm. name is yeah everyone is where they need to be you trained, you trained us. us well mm -hmm. and he says it like so peace i like wrote that down because i was like god damn it you fucking oscar winner like that line i was like the way he nailed that line and his composure and how he said it with everything else around him being just insane chaos, I really appreciated it and was like, God, I love him. And it made me go, why couldn't we see more of him and that character 
in this movie. I would have liked yeah. it. Yeah. I, well, and it's it's it, the other thought too. So so he 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 really breaks out into the scene with with. Hasn't he won an Oscar? Yeah, yeah, for Jerry Maguire, That's which right. we talked okay, about on, wanted, on, yeah. on on Rewind. Um, and like so so Boys in the Hood, he comes out swinging. He's John Singleton's first movie. Boys in the Hood is great. He and he's in a bunch of like respect. He wins his Oscar for Jerry Maguire. He's in as good as it gets. He's in What Dreams May Come. He's mm-hmm. in um, uh, um, this movie and and Men of Honor, which is another kind of um, uh, Navy movie right, right before yeah. this. But like I and I'm looking at his IMDb, and I think here's here's a problem. He was in four movies in 2001. He okay. was in Pearl Harbor, something called In the Shadows, which I've never heard of. He cameos as himself in Zoolander. And he's also in Rat. He's in Rat Race, which is like a really bad remake oh. of um, "It's a Mad, 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 Mad World." And then from that point on, he's Snow Dogs, Boat Trip, Radio, Norbit, Daddy Day Camp. Like he just—I don't know what happened. I, I mean, I'm really—I'm looking at this, and I don't know where it goes off the rails. But like, it's—it's it's a bunch of really bad comedies, and yeah. and then that's it. Because like. In another in another world, again, maybe this idea, maybe with a different director, maybe uh, maybe with a, a movie that's two twenty instead of three hours, and it's it's more Pearl Harbor focused. That's a supporting actor nomination. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I think what he's doing is good. He's just in a not great film to show it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I but I I totally agree. I think he's good in the movie. I think it's our lat like really. I now I didn't see the whole the OJ. Uh, uh, TV show that he was in. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know, but this this feels really like his his last great performance before I don't know I don't know what happens before it, it kind of goes off the rails. Yeah. No, but I I appreciated it. I really don't. I don't have much more notes other than just there were like some lines which we kind of talked about that I really liked. I did like. Okay, the sappiness of this movie really like gets my like heartstrings, you know? Sure. And when Ben Affleck tells Evelyn at the end, like right before they're about to go on their like final mission, Mm -hmm. he's like, loving you is what kept me alive. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Adam. Yeah. Anytime we get in a fight, all you have to do is look at me and say that. And I'd be like, okay. You know, what's funny though. Cause that, 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 I think that's a, that's a very nice line, but then it's followed up with the whole, I made a deal with God. And it's like, it's almost like it ruins what he just said. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good lines that have been followed up with like fucking terrible lines. And that's one of them. I made a deal with God. Well, that's him. He brings it back to himself. (laughs) Me, 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 me. Okay. I I have one. Okay. Cause I, I, and and actually, so I haven't, so basically, you know, when we watch this, it's, it was on two, it's on spread across two DVDs. Cause that's, it's a, it's a long movie. Yeah. I think the second half of the movie is fairly compelling. It's it's it it, it feels like a totally different movie because mm-hmm. it's a totally new mission and it is what it is. Um, but I have I have one final question for you, and it, it, it's very much hypothetical. But so spoiler alert: the planes crash. They're getting attacked, and and Josh Hartnett gets shot, and he's he's slowly dying. Yes, which I could have sworn that was Ben Affleck well just saying but but before as if as as almost as if Ben Affleck wants to cloud Josh Hartnett's mind before he slowly dies he goes you can't die you're going to be a father she didn't want to tell you and 
and but he, she told he, me he says the line and and then Josh Hartnett says back to him, "No, you're going to be a father," which is a very a very nice. That, I think that's another a decent line. I get it. That's like, no, I'm passing. Like you, no, you're yeah. going to have to do it. But I couldn't help. I was totally stuck on. Did you just fuck with this guy's mind before he's di- well, like he dies again? It just kind of is like that character is such a selfish yeah, he, character at yep, heart. Not yep. trying to be. I think they loved each other. I think they were like brothers and they no, were best friends. I agree. I think he really does love Evelyn, but. The way he sees everything is so selfish and self-serving, and it ha- he has to have the fun. And it's like, wow, there was a reason why she didn't put that on him, you yeah. know, to yeah. do this. Um, and because what- Josh Hartnett, I don't think he would have done it. I honestly don't think he would have flown. Oh, that's if a he would have been told. That's true. I think he would have been like, I have bigger, especially. With his upbringing and his father. Mm -hmm. No, he wouldn't have done it. I agree. So, and I think she knew that. And that's why she's like, I'm not going to do it. And so for him, Ben Affleck, to do that right at the end. But then you see it in Josh Hartnett's eyes and Danny's eyes. You see it where he's just like, no, you're going, you're going to do this. Again, it's just like, you're a fucking good guy. You are a good guy. Yeah, I agree. Just. I Agree. Ladies, (laughs) if you're single out there and you're listening, it's not always the attractive men that are the good ones. You need more. What is it? What was her name? Betty? Betty. Sexy. Hot. Young. Had the whole world, many men in front of her that she could have picked from. And she went with, what's his name? The stutterer? The stutterer. Red. Yeah. Red. Yeah. Because she was like... I have a connection with him and there's something about him that makes me, you know, yep. just saying. So, so we talked, uh, you know, I think I, I, we're in agreement. Savior, Michael Shannon, right? He, yes. he, he pulls this movie out. I, a, a, a close second though, maybe not the savior, but who I really appreciated was John Voight. Ah, yeah. As FDR. He did such a good job. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought, so. I, I don't, I don't know the voice enough to be like, but like, I, I, don't, I that liked isn't, the dialogue. I liked what was being said and every time he had a speech. And now I do know like FDR was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, his speeches were very well. Oh, he was, he was a very articulate. Yeah. He was articulate, very, thank yeah. you. I'm not well, being articulate. No, but that was back was, in the day yes. when like, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, weekly radio announcements right. like where he would do that, you know? And, yeah. and um, so yeah, and I think I mean I think he was a politician in the best way where he he knew how to address the right. the people. Um yeah, no, I thought he was I I, I think I, like I think this was and I think the movie was surrounded by like I thought I also thought Alec Baldwin was good in this yes. too. I I I appreciate his just his presence in the movie. I, yeah. I I it adds to the it it makes it less well, it depends if it's a good thing or not, but it makes it less serious. It makes it more again that movie that you know thirteen year olds can go see yeah. because they want to go see a, a fun war movie, which yeah. sounds like a that weird, sounds weird very thing to say. yeah I know, weird. but I think that's but again I don't the MTVification of a war movie that's kind of what this is right. So are we there? I think we are. Are we at the end? Yeah. All right, Melissa. Well, I I shot my load right at the beginning. <laughs> you shot your load. <laughs> Is that <laughs> wow? Isn't that what you said earlier? Wow. No. Uh, what the? 
like like did i like are, are you asking me like if i expressed that i like i came right before we, like what i just realized that sounded really i bad. i said i i think i i said like i think i might have called it too i don't want to i don't oh. want to play my cards play my cards play my cards oh. hey i'm a female oh i'm allowed to say that i also feel like we should say that um our kids aren't here. Let's yeah. let's. I want I want people to know that we're not talking about shooting our loads. Oh my god, no. With our kids. Yeah, it's definitely not. Um, so Melissa, uh, is Pearl Harbor a good bad movie, a bad bad movie, or something else? It is a good movie. I did like this movie. Wow, it is a good movie. Wow. I, I I was very entertained through the entire movie. It had its moments, but I will continue to watch this movie every couple years <laughs> and by couple <laughs> you, what was, you, the last time you watched this I think Obama was in office like in his first term so every president oh every other president actually is what I should say um, oh yeah. my god no I did it's a good movie I liked it Oh my god! I okay. I, I have to give a complicated answer because it's me. I think somewhere in here is a is a good bad movie. I think somewhere in it, but the movie as presented, I I, I think it is a. I, oh no! I've given this answer before. I think it's a bad good movie. Hmm. Like I believe that this is trying to be a good movie, but I th- I don't think it executes. It's not it's not bad in the way it can't be. Like like chill factor. That movie's garbage, yes. but it's it's so garbage that it's fun, right? No. This is not that. This is a movie with a serious subject that I just think was made by the wrong person. So I, I don't know. I guess bad, good, but fuck it. I don't know. This movie is confounding. This movie defies the laws of picking one of these things. That, for me, I, I don't even know how to fucking do it. Yeah. That's where I'm at. But anyway, that's that's our, those are our thoughts on, on Pearl Harbor, yeah. the movie. Not the event. Yes. Um, so you can find us in all the places where you find podcasts. You can find us in all the social media places where you social media. Um, this is this is uh, the first movie of our our romantic movies. Um, uh, coming up next is I think a I think an actual romantic comedy that we've never seen before um, about a particular holiday that may or may not be coming up. Yeah. Um, but that we may or may not recognize. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows? Um, <laughs> Uh, but hey, until our next shitty film, I'm Melissa. And I'm Adam. And thanks for tuning in.